1: Locked On Sports Today.
2: On today's Locked On Sports Today, we're joined by Locked On NFL insider and Super Bowl champ, Isaiah Stambeck. We look at the contenders, the pretenders, and the in-betweens for the Super Bowl this year. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports today.
1: Searching all major sports. Found Let's start with the biggest story.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The NFL season kicks off in a week. We are at it, Rams Bills, on opening night. So, to talk about Super Bowl contenders, the Super Bowl pretenders, and the eh, TVDs, with me now, Isaiah Stanbeck, Super Bowl champion, and the swollest guy on the Locked On Podcast Network. <laughs> Isaiah, let's start with the teams that that we actually think can win it all because we go into a season and there's really what six, maybe eight teams who actually have a chance to do it. Who are the teams at the top where you're going, okay, this is the cream of the crop?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start with the the Los Angeles Rams. I think those guys are strong. I don't think that they lost enough pieces to to warrant them as a as a bust this year i think that they you know obviously mcveigh always finds a way to make sure that those guys are competitive and as long as they have cooper cup in there on the offensive side of the ball they're going to be perfectly fine and some dude on the other side named aaron Donald, i think they'd be, they'd be okay um, but then you go to other teams in the nfc You got to think about the Green Bay's. Green Bay's always in the picture. You know, I know know a lot of people are writing off Aaron Rodgers right now because they don't have any big time receivers that anybody is necessarily aware of. But name a time that Aaron Rodgers hasn't found a way to be competitive. And I think that's one guy that you just can't write off, regardless if you like him or not. He's always in the mix and they always have an opportunity in the shot. Uh, One team out of the NFC that you really need to keep your eye on is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. They've made a ton of moves this offseason. The question mark regarding their organization is always going to be, is can Jalen Hurts put them over the edge? And I think now that he's had a couple of years under his belt, I think that the weapons that they've surrounded him with, with some of the trades they made during the draft, um, and now all of a sudden this this magnificent defense that they just continually add to, I think they're going to have a great run, um, not only to take the NFC East, but also to make a run in a total NFC. Uh, flip the side over to the, to the AFC. Cincinnati Bengals. How can you not how can you not like Joe Burrow, um, Burrow nasty over there? He's he's absolutely did his thing last year and he did it with a with a makeshift offensive line. You think about it going into the Super Bowl. This dude had 10 sacks in the Super Bowl. That's not something that you necessarily want to deal with as an officer coordinator nor a quarterback. Um, but they made sure that they addressed that offensive line this offseason by shoring up uh, a couple spots up there to prote- provide him some protection. They didn't lose any weapons. Jamar Chase is still there. and They still have a plethora of receivers. Uh, the running game is still intact. Defense is going to be nasty. These guys are always going to be a problem as long as they have Burrow running things there. Then you also have to look at guys like um, Miami. Miami might be a dark horse over there with some of the things that they've done this offseason. They're now the track meet of the, of the mm-hmm. uh, NFL. There we Jalen Waddle. Oh, my God. the Raheem Moiser. I mean, these guys have the fastest guys in the league on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, they brought Connor Williams in to try to help out on the offensive line as well, as well as Armstead. Those guys are going to do a really good job and give – to a, a chance to try to find a way to get Tyreek Hill and company the rock, um, and then my favorite out of the out of the AFC is going to be Buffalo. Of course, and those guys are complete dogs. Uh, I mean, they're they, you know Allen, John, Josh Allen, and those guys are they're going to find a way. They're competitive. Uh, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, their offense is strong. Their defense is strong. They were one of the top defenses in the league last year, and I just don't find I don't see how they are not at the top of that conversation.
2: Uh, Two names that that you didn't mention just because we there's so much to get through and there's not that much time to get through Uh, Kansas City and and Los Angeles in a a division out west that is going to be absolutely brutal in the AFC. Is there something you want to see from those teams maybe early in the season after, you know, the Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill, they're trying to rebuild that defense, the Chargers, they've just got to prove it. What do you need to see from them early in the season that will make you say, okay put those teams on the list?
0: Yeah, that's a valid point. I mean, the Chargers on paper have the best team in football, not, mm-hmm. even a, not even a question about it. These guys are stacked offensively and defensively. You want to talk about a team like the Philadelphia Eagles that added onto their defensive front. I mean, obviously, these guys went out there and grabbed Khalil Mack. So you got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa there. They added, you know, they added some guys over in the secondary. They are going to be a problem. Um, however, when you get to their too deep, that's when it becomes a little bit sketchy. Um, on on this, in terms of on paper, their starters look absolutely amazing. But if something happens to go down in terms of injury, any form of a suspension, anything that's out of the ordinary, they might be in a world of trouble because I think they're going to be relying so heavily on those guys. And you just mentioned it that that AFC West is absolutely the most the most complete division in football you start thinking about the the obviously russell wilson sitting over there now you got uh patrick mahomes you have allen i mean these guys there's a lot going on in that division it's gonna be very interesting to watch and then kansas city patrick mahomes I'm not so much concerned about Tyreek Hill the absence of Tyreek Hill. I think that they will find a way to supplement his his big playability. Now, you're not going to find somebody going over the top like he is. But I think Andy Reid and company, they find it. you know, they, they do a good job of finding all their weapons and putting guys in position to be successful. I don't think they'll be short of scoring anything on offense It's always going to come down to Kansas City's defense and how much of an impact they're going to have on those other three teams in that division.
2: Stay up to date all season on the NFL by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and the Locked On NFL podcasts on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports Today your first listen. Coming up, you'll notice he didn't mention a few teams who made the playoffs last year. Which teams fall just outside that top tier of Super Bowl contenders? That's coming up on our Locked On Sports Today special.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your gambling needs. Here are the Super Bowl odds for the 2022 season. The Bills are the clear favorites at six to one. The Bucks come in at 9-1, the Chiefs at 10-1, the Chargers and Rams at 11-1, Packers 12-1, Bengals and 49ers 16-1, and the Ravens check in at 18-1. Bet online where the game starts. Every year there are teams we think are going to compete for the Super Bowl. We talked about the teams that Isaiah thought were going to be Super Bowl teams this season. There's always a couple who end up Mm, Flaming out. Things don't go according to plan, whether because of injury, coaching, or players just underperform. We see it every year. So back with Isaiah Stanback, Super Bowl champion, Isaiah Stanback. Isaiah, who are some teams, maybe one or two teams that that you look at and you go, okay, there's high expectations for this team this year? I don't know. I'm not buying it.
0: I think one of the teams that are kind of the dark horses yet they still have a lot of expectations is the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Uh, I believe that these guys, if you look at what they did last year, they were absolute dogs. I mean, these guys went 12 and 5 with their star running back being out most of the year. One Uh, seed in the NFC. Absolutely. Number one, number one seed in the AFC. And I think that these guys are going to underperform early on because I don't believe that Tannehill is going to give them the best opportunity to be successful. I think that they're going to give him every opportunity to try to continue to stay at the starting position. But I think that they might get a little bit behind early on in the season before they most likely make the shift over to Malik Willis. And I think it might just be a little bit too little. Too late for those guys, um, and then I think also in that in that same in the opposite division, you think about the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, there's a lot of <laughs> uncertainty right now with their offensive line and their ability to follow up last year's leading offensive uh, pr- production. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to protect Dak. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground. And obviously, if you have issues in the offensive line, it doesn't matter if you're trying to run a ball or pass it. You're going to have trouble trying to trying to move first downs and get touchdowns.
2: All right. I'm going to give you a couple of teams that made the playoffs last year that I think might not make it this year. You tell me which one is your least favorite, which is the one you think is going to is most likely to miss the playoffs. We got the Patriots. We got the Steelers. We got the Raiders. We got uh, the, the Cardinals and we got the 49ers.
0: I think the 49ers are definitely in because their division is probably the weakest in the league. Uh, you, you go to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a lot of talent, but you have to figure out what's going to happen with that quarterback position. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and lean on Pittsburgh and say that they're probably going to be the ones that are trying to figure out who who they are, what their identity is. Obviously, following the retirement of Roethlisberger.
2: What do you make of New England and wh- and what they're doing? Because they're they're a team that they bring back Mac Jones. We expect uh, a year two leap. That that is a franchise with which you are are very closely, um, you, you have experience with that organization. So what what do you think of what's going on there with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and who's calling plays and what's going on with Bill Belichick? It, it, it just seems to be very un-Belichickian there right now.
0: <laughs> well, they're figuring it out. And that's the thing, you know, with Jones, I mean, you think about the, the rookie season that he had, that was very impressive. Not only was it impressive as a rookie, as impressive as a rookie in a Bill Belichick uh, system. So, I mean, the fact that he was able to be that successful in his first year without a lot of weapons that you, that you would consider in New England's always, you know, under the radar in terms of the type of weapons aside from their tight end position, you know, they're going to do it again. And I think they've added some receivers to give Jones that opportunity now to have more weapons at his disposal. And I think that you're going to see that second year leap in a major way with him as he takes this team underneath his wings.
2: So potential return to the playoffs you're saying.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you think about their division. I mean, Miami's. They even though I think that Miami's going to be have a pretty good season, they're still going to be trying to figure things out. Um, these guys have a lot of weapons that kind of just got thrown into the mix. And just because you look really good on paper, just because you're really fast, doesn't mean that it's all necessarily going to come together. Uh, New England has a, a, a great nucleus, and those guys have a solid offensive line. They have a solid defense. They're not going to beat themselves too often, aside from the last game of last year. <laughs> uh, but. You know, those guys are in a better position in that division. And I think you can see New England and Buffalo really taking it.
2: Win your fantasy football league by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcasts on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, which teams have us scratching our heads? And why are the Ravens one of those teams?
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason – Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: We've had all off season to prep, especially for people like me and Isaiah Standback Super Bowl champion, who is our Locked On insider here on the NFL side. We do a lot of prep and, and study these teams. And still, we're sitting here a week away from the season. A lot of times we go, I just don't know what this team is going to be this year. So, Isaiah, let's talk about some of those teams. What? Give me a name or two where you look at this team and you go, I just don't know what to make of them this year.
0: I have one team from each, from each conference. For the AFC, I'm going with Baltimore. Mm. Who the heck are they? <laughs> who are they? They don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. There's uncertainty going into the season regarding that. They don't know who he's going to be throwing the ball to. They trade away their number one threat offensively. Um new defensive coordinator coming in, new identity. That's always been the identity of the team. It seems like they just don't want to fully commit to Lamar Jackson. And it just always seems to be who is really running this team? What direction are they going? Um, so I have a I have a little bit of mystery meat with as it comes to the to the Baltimore Ravens. All right. And then on the flip side, let's go to the NFC. On the NFC side, I'm looking at the New Orleans Saints. We don't know who they are, what is their identity? <laughs> Jameis Winston is their guy at quarterback now. He's still dealing with injuries. Is he healthy? Is he not? Who is he going to throw the ball to? You know, who's going to be their their two and three receivers out there? Really don't know. Defensive coordinators coming in now. He's taking over. He's been there forever. He's going to be the head coach. Do they focus primarily on defense and think that they're going to be able to just, you know, outplay guys on that side of the ball and get them to victory? It's, It's a lot of question marks over there right now. Who's really the leader of that team? I don't think anybody knows at this point.
2: Is there, is there a team where you go, I think this team could go six and 11, the 17 game schedule screwing me up, but I also think that they could like be in the Super Bowl and it wouldn't be that surprising. I'm thinking of, and I don't want to lead you too far here, but I'm thinking of a team like the 49ers. Like it would not be surprising to me at all if that was a team that's like, okay, they have a top 10 pick or, oh my God, they're playing in the Super Bowl because Trey Lance was awesome. Is there a team like that for you?
0: I agree. I think I think you have to go to two teams in the NFC is particularly that stand out for me. And it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings, because Mm. the Minnesota Vikings, we just don't know. Every year is a question mark. they they, they lost their their (laughs) they lost their their uh, offensive line coach last year. They're running their running uh, running game coordinator. Uh, You know, they obviously have really good talent at the receiver position, at the running back position. Uh, You know, Cousins has been the uh, pinnacle of consistency over the years. Not necessarily going to be amazing. He's never going to suck what are they going to do and who are they going to be? We haven't seen them be dominant in a number of years, yet they have some of the most dominant chess pieces in the league. So can they put it together? We don't know. Um, And then I think about the other team, like the 49ers, as you mentioned, they have Trey Lance at quarterback, but they re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo. So is Trey Lance coming along like they wanted him to? And they have Jimmy G as a backup plan, just in case things don't go the way that they hope. It doesn't lend for a lot of sense of security there. Um, they lose their officer coordinator. Can they still be as explosive as they were? Debo Samuel shocked the world last year. Everybody knows who you are now, Debo. Can they still be as productive as they, as they were in previous years?
2: Uh, let me finish up with this because I talked to our buddy Eric Crocker about this the other day with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. And, and as someone who has been in these NFL locker rooms, and understands the the quarterback and backup quarterback dynamic, right? Yeah. Um. In this 49er locker room, from the outside looking in, how concerned would you be for the 49ers if they get off to a slow start, let's say, or through eight games? They're winning these games, but Trey Lance, they're doing the Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is just not losing them these games. He's not looking great. Like, do, Is there part of this that could go a little sideways or that there could be this internal push for Jimmy Garoppolo how, am I overblowing this? How is that? How does that manifest itself?
0: I don't think it's going to get to that point. I think that they because of the division, they're in one of the weaker divisions in the league. Let's just call it how it is. So that's going to give them opportunities, especially Trey Lance going to give him the opportunity to mess up early. It's going to give him more opportunities to be successful. And they're going to give him just a little bit more time to figure things out because they have the opportunity to lose a game here or there should they need to. They're going to come out as one of the top two teams in that division. It's going to be the Rams and them. That's what it's going to be. Arizona Cardinals, obviously, are out there, but I don't trust Kyler Murray <laughs> as far as I can throw him. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with the 49ers and the Rams at the top of that division. Trey Lance figures things out. Uh, Shanahan's not going to allow him to fail.
2: All right. You've heard from Isaiah. Now you get to hear what I think. For me, the NFC is about three teams. Tampa Bay, LA, and Green Bay. I don't buy the Philly hype right now because I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's good enough. I think the two teams that really stand out from everyone else, from a talent perspective, are Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa has had injuries So I think the Packers at full strength are the best team in the NFC. The Rams and the Bucs right there. The Rams have offensive line questions even when healthy. They've got some new defensive pieces they're trying to incorporate. And I think the Super Bowl hangover is going to be a real thing for them. So I think this is the Packers NFC right now. And the AFC, a much more competitive group. The Bills are at the top by far. They are number one with a bullet right now. So if I'm going to pick an AFC team, that's probably the AFC team I'm going to pick. Packers, Chiefs, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I just can't do it. And and the same is true of Josh Allen. I would like it to be true of Justin Herbert. It's just not true right now. Is Is this really that easy? Yes. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are the two best quarterbacks in the league. Packers, Chiefs, let's not make it that difficult. And okay. Tom Brady and the Bucs, Josh Allen and the Bills. And you can even throw in Justin Herbert and the Chargers. You can make a compelling case that that's the five best quarterbacks in the league. This is a quarterback-driven league. That is what is going to decide this season because that is ultimately what decides almost every season. Patrick Mahomes fell apart in the AFC Championship game in the second half last year. Aaron Rodgers could not get anything going in the divisional round last year, and that is what cost those teams a chance to win a title. Joe Burrow played his butt off, and he got there. That is what is going to matter this year, and I will bet on the best quarterbacks in football to get their team to the promised land. And finally, football is family. The Houston Texans are outfitting the Uvalde Coyotes football team with new uniforms with special help from Nike. It was just special to see the smiles on their faces, Texans linebacker Christian Kirksey said. The Texans have been vital to the recovery process in Uvalde after the May shooting at Robb Elementary. The team has donated $400,000 to the Robb School Memorial Fund and will continue to support the Uvalde community by donning an Uvalde Strong sticker on their helmets during their September 11th season home opener. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Tuesday, will we already have a ranking shakeup in college football? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.